for choosing Boomers with Beverages, where we ask the question, did this episode really happen? Welcome to Boomers with Beverages. As always, we appreciate you carving out some time from your busy schedule. A lot of folks out there loving the world of podcasting nowadays, and we are grateful to be part of it as we have uh, cranked out quite a few episodes. And Mm -hmm. I would say many, many of them have been um, uh, memorable. Yeah? What do you think? (laughs) They have don't sound so excited. Yeah. Of all the podcasts, I, was waiting, I was waiting for one of my compatriots to interject. But of, of all the podcasts out there, we're but based one. on our statistics, international. International. We Truly. Are international we are. So, I am Jim Burrows. Thank you. Artie Widgery, good to see you. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. We Thanks for having always. me. I have my pants on now. That's fine. All right, we can, do, we can talk about that. <laughs> Melina, and I know you always have your pants on, so thank you. So what, are we, what are we drinking, Dan? What do you got? I actually, I have, it is called Champagne Velvet Beer, which has an, it, it goes all the way back to 1902, in the Terre Haute Brewing Company. No kidding. It was, it was like the most popular beer in Indiana. Any ties and to then, the Holman George family or no? Uh, that I don't know. Well, they had a but, lot of stuff in there. And Darryl. the name of it is Champagne Velvet. That sounds like okay. something Lawrence Welk would be drinking. A- exactly. And now and I, we're well, going I, to have a the Champagne I Lady. A, uh, <laughs> I, I love listening to the uh, Radio Classics channel on Sirius. And they had, you know, playing some episode of something. And a commercial for Champagne Velvet Beer came mm. on. And then a few weeks ago, my wife and I were at a wedding down in Bloomington. And they had Champagne Velvet Beer, yeah. which I didn't think existed anymore. But it, it, it used to be called Champale. No, that's a different. That's a different thing. Thank you for yes. This <laughs> I ruined it. Dan, I ruined Dan's it. Rolling. Let's put a stop to that. Do, do you right. guys remember so, Fred Sanford would, would drink Champipple? Champipple. Yes, I, yes, yep. I do remember champagne that. And yeah, champagne, champagne and ripple. Champagne and ripple. But the, so the champagne velvet. It, it according to the it sounds it's, delicious. It's now brewed by Upland Brewing to Company. <laughs> it's brewed by Upland Brewing Company in Terre Haute or in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh, and they and it's looking at the website and apparently like the recipe was lost for a number of years. The, the they stopped brewing it and they lost. But somebody found the recipe and they brought it back. It's actually a very tasty wow. Pilsner beer. Okay. From the Upland Brewing Company, Champagne Velvet. Uh, Pete, what do you got? I'm drinking peanut butter busted <laughs> knuckle. It's peanut butter flavored uh, porter from Quaffon Brewing in Brown Damn. County, Indiana. And how is that? It's actually very good. It's got kind of a dessert uh, type of a I a would flavor. imagine, yes. It's a, it's it's a dessert good. beer. Quaffon yeah. has a good reputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. A lot, of, cool. lot of good beers. I've got a... Uh, <laughs> Heineken? I hate to tell you this, Pete, because your beer is going to have to take a back seat to a fine Canadian lager. Moosehead. Moosehead. Mm-hmm. I ain't never had no Moosehead. I've had some. I've had Grizzly. The, <laughs> the first time I had Moosehead, <laughs> probably the first season I covered the Indianapolis Checkers for WIBC Radio, Bob sent me down, Bob Lamy sent me down to most of the games at the good old Market Square Arena. Mm-hmm. And I'd never had Moosehead before, but the owner of uh, the Checkers provided Moosehead to the media in between periods, and I drank six Ooh. during intermission. So it was awful. Was that your first? That was the first time I ever drank six beers. Was that the first time you ever had a little buzz? Oh, beer? it was more than a buzz. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, so. it was a buzz. You had a sex change. <laughs> I, yeah, kind of, sort of. Yep. I, I was transitioning into something. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what it was. but Do a gutter I, rat. I, I would not recommend it for hockey because I really could not see the puck the rest of the game. <laughs> you know, maybe a larger, like football might have been better. Uh, but anyway, so I've loved it ever since. It's a great lager, Moosehead. Yeah, it is. It is a good beer. Nice. And in the uh, famous words of our friend Mark Klein, comedian from uh, Louisville, who once mm-hmm. said, I'd rather drink Moosehead than give it. 
Thank you very much. And thank you to Mark. Appreciate and that. And so glad that that became a part of the episode. Yeah, so am I. Uh, boomerswithbeverages.com is the website. Uh, BWB at boomerswithbeverages. No, you don't have to have a .com on that, do you? <laughs> you want another drink? <laughs> wow. <Maybe. laughs> wow. Moosey. Moosehead and Corona in one day. And, and actually, yes. To know Can we reconsider whether day drinking is actually a good idea? It's a terrible idea. I'm here to just, tell you now. Depends what you have, right? I, I, I think have certain my... drinks are meant for a day drink. I'm going to bring Ripple. Kind of nice, smooth, and easy kind of a beverage. Alcoholic that, drinks or date, yeah. It's, it's just don't abuse it, you know? Well, what's the fun in that? Uh, <laughs> well, then we can only do one episode a day. <laughs> it's that simple. So let's, let's, well, let's, I, am, I am remembering the old axiom, whiskey, then beer, you're in the clear. Oh. Beer before whiskey is pretty risky. So I had ah. whiskey, our previous episode we recorded. And How about I'm on whiskey, beer. then whiskey? I have. So I, have I, I remember learning in college that one good K-Paul way to Lynn. avoid Thank a hangover you. is just stay drunk. <laughs> I'll, I'll pass that final. That's a good one, Dan. And it served you well, right? Oh, or you were it well did. served. Yes, it did. <laughs> one of the reasons why it took me a total of 19 years to finally get my bachelor's degree. You know what would be fun? We'll computer? have to do this as we get, get more people that actually email us, is, is have them suggest what we should drink. Well, in order to have more people well, email yeah. us, we need to have someone email us. <laughs> I email us all the time. Have you seen my criticisms and critiques? And, and <laughs> totally. That's why they have a trash. <laughs> trash. Trash. I have trash. a filter. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Anything with the name Widgery in it <laughs> goes right to the trash. <laughs> okay. It's all I got to go. Okay, we got, we got, we're going to jump into a, a fun topic. And, and I say this because I, I, I just think we're living in a time where if you spend any time on social media, which a lot of us do in varying degrees, I don't know how much you guys deep dive into some, if you have like favorite sites or, you know, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but there's a lot of sites out there that are a lot of fun in terms of history and events, things that have happened, mm-hmm. kind of cool stuff to read about, like the top 20 things you didn't know about World War II or, you know, some famous individual. But there's a lot of sites that deal with... Uh, conspiracies and and mysteries and mm-hmm. boy do people have fun with this on social media so i thought i would throw some stuff out there and get you, your opinions about it and, and, and what your thoughts are because a lot of this stuff is still fresh in the mind to people nowadays as far as conspiracies go and mysteries mm-hmm. go the yeah. first obvious one is the coronavirus pandemic conspiracy or no conspiracy just pretty cut and dry i, I think the, i think it, there was a pandemic uh, I remember when Barack Obama was in office and we had a bird flu pandemic and yeah. nothing was done with it. A lot of people died from it, actually. Right. Yeah. And uh, but the but th- th- there wasn't a big deal made out of but it. But why is there such a cover up when it comes to the uh, the efficacy of the, the the boosters, the shots? Why don't we get the information we should be getting? Yeah. Why do we have people that you're suspect of uh, talking to Congress, like Dr. Fauci, who has become hardly a reliable source? Of information, and I'm not saying this because I'm deep diving into believing that that things are going on. That I think if we knew about them, we'd be livid. Yeah. But uh, part of me is a little reluctant to to well, fall in line and say, "Oh, it's all been up on the up and what up." What got what my, me started on that was my when my mother-in-law passed away. She had pneumonia, and she should have died of pneumonia, but instead she died of COVID with pneumonia. Hmm. How's right. that? Right. And okay. have you heard about that? A lot yeah. of the hospitals. Some, that's, yeah. that's, right. that's the one thing that I have a problem with. Yeah. yeah. There was that guy in Chicago that was shot six times and died of COVID. Yeah. Pete? I think we've reached a critical mass in this in this country 
where all the alleged um, authorities are being questioned, mm-hmm. uh, and rightfully so. I mean, yeah. not, not because they're they're necessarily wrong. I, I think questioning things is is in general a, a good idea as long but as you know it's in this country in, in, in a respectful we way we, we we do that mm-hmm. uh but the veracity of some of these experts has since been been questioned and proved that maybe they're not quite as smart as we thought they were so maybe that just ramps it up a little bit and, and kind of feeds into a conspiracy theory and for you it's a here we go again and i think it's kind of interesting that you make that observation because you amongst us you were born in the early 50s so your teen years were spent at a time in American history when there was that, that part of the population was all about questioning authority. Mm-hmm. So here, here we go again. I mean, yeah. if you look at the if you look at the at the '60s, when, when I went to college down in, in in Bloomington a couple of years before I went there, they burned the library in protest of the Vietnam War. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, everything was in question. I mean, back then there was a saying, "Don't trust anybody over 30. Well, yeah, you know, didn't work out so well because at some point, <laughs> no, those people 30. are yeah, well over. Uh, so what you're saying is not really buying too much into the conspiracy as you are that the the messengers really m- muck it up. Yes, because we just really don't know who to believe and who's. Correct. Well, yeah. you have to well, look at the media too. One one media is saying this, one media is right. saying that, the other media yeah. is saying mm-hmm. another thing. So you've got dissension amongst the media. Back then in the seventies, there was a total. You know, they were together. Yeah. All the media was Absolutely. in unison. Well, and there were only 100%. like four outlets at that time too. Uh, maybe three. You, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. ABC, CBS, exactly. and NBC. And yeah. then you had your local newspapers and so yeah. forth, and your local news, and they just fall fell in line. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you look Dan, at the, if you look at the quality of our leaders now, than say thirty or forty years ago, oh, yeah. it's 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 bad. I mean, the yeah. leadership we have is just poor. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they Well, that's a whole other show. Yeah. But my my thought on that just quick in a nutshell is we are starting to pay the price for uh college educations in in many of these in, individuals because uh, the current college education. Cur- yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But but over the last fi- 15 20 years, yeah. very suspect mm-hmm. and now we're starting to pay the price because we're getting a lot of these the, the especially the voters out there that have been indoctrinated in college, mm-hmm. not educated. And that's where colleges have completely screwed over this country. Yeah, well, you have to, to me, it, it comes down to, there's an old, if you'll pardon me, a Latin phrase, qui bono, who benefits? And it was like the original, the, you know, Roman philosopher Cicero was, would actually be, you know, his opinion on murder cases. And the question he always asked was, who benefits from this person's murder? Well, in this situation, I think it's important to ask, who benefits from the COVID pandemic? And, you know, Fauci, I'm sure his bank account increased by a great deal. A lot. And the, you know, pharmaceutical companies for good, you know, a lot of people made a whole lot of money. Well, the people who made masks. Yeah. You know. The people who ripped off the government. Yeah. And just all that stuff that happened that, you know, people profited from the pandemic scare, whether it was a real thing or not. But the way it was handled, I think, was definitely in order to benefit certain people over other people. Yeah, the greatest conspiracy for, I think, all of us in our lifetimes, JFK. Any conspiracy there? Do you believe it, or do you think it was cut and dry, one gunman? That was I it. think it's, if uh, people are stupid, and so if there had been a conspiracy, it wouldn't have been covered up. The, you know, and, it wouldn't and, have been covered up And I would long. guess there's very few people alive that yeah. were of adult age when that happened. Damn. Yeah. Well, it's like the, you know, the old thing of, the way the government works in adult, Washington. Adult age art, not kid. I'm talking like, you know, that would have been involved or been there, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the, the you know, government 
is in Washington is much more like you see in an episode of Veep with Julie Louis Dreyfus than it is on any conspiracy, you know, some of all fears sort of thing. They yeah. just they're all idiots. They don't know what they're doing. They're not smart enough to keep a conspiracy like they pretend happened with JFK. That maybe there are some questions that are unanswered. Like, you know, how did the owner of a strip club get, you know, close enough to Jack Ruby to kill him? Or yeah. not, I'm sorry, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. It was Absolutely. Jack Ruby who yeah. did it. I know. But I know. It just, yeah, there's a lot of questions that are unanswered. And they still get unanswered but, because just recently that window where everything was supposed to be released, they didn't mm-hmm. do it. They were yeah. they just did a few things. But it was supposedly mm-hmm. 50 years from the date of – or there was a date that they said everything would come out. Yeah. And it didn't happen. And they used that same excuse, you know, protecting people. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? They're, mostly they're gone. You're not yep. protecting anybody, so so that just feeds into that. Yeah, I I happen to think the mafia was involved. Um, I've read probably twenty books mm-hmm. on the subject. So many, aren't there? there it's are, amazing. Um, now, what's interesting, uh, Lee Busalia, who is a, a famous uh, Elter Skelter, Elter Skelter mm-hmm. guy, yep. he wrote an entire book about it, and and he he de- in his mind he debunks that, the, the, that thing is that book, that's yeah. one of the biggest. It's, and it's so, almost like a Stephen King wrote the, yeah. Elter Skelter. No, his book, book on, on, the, on Kennedy. Yeah, on it's, oh. it's very thorough. Yeah, and so based. So if you look at that, and here's a well-respected guy who I think a lot of. He mm-hmm. says no, there's no conspiracy. But when you look at motive and opportunity and benefit, the mafia yeah. had it all. Yeah. But I got a question: How long ago, after the Bay of Pigs, did was he assassinated? Not long. About was, three and about three and, you, and, years. and you and you literally can say uh, we had, we don't think Russia had anything to do with his assassination. Oswald's been time in Russia. There's always those ties. Russia, the mafia. I think it was. I think think people say Lyndon Johnson, because he was far from a squeaky clean character. So so this begs the question, and you brought it up about they're supposed to release all these documents after 50 years. If the Warren Commission report is so pristine and everybody buys it, and that's the absolute word, why aren't we seeing this stuff? I know. <laughs> because yeah. there's still yeah. questions that they don't, that are still stuff they don't want the public to know. And this story gripped me in high school. And I remember doing, when I, my freshman year at IUPUI, I did a, in speech class, this is what I talked about, was, was the JFK assassination. And the summer before last, I finally, because uh, one of my boys, best buddies got married in Texas and we were like 30 minutes outside of Dallas. So I, I went like crazy, just me getting to go to all the places that I wanted to see. And of course, I ended up at Dealey Plaza. I have to tell you, if you can go, you have to go. Only from the perspective of getting to stand right at the window. Mm. And just ask yourself, is this possible? With an old Italian rifle... That you you know you have to load you know you, is it possible to be that accurate to pull that off in that time frame? You know, granted, another thing that feeds into the conspiracy, supposedly the motorcade route got changed, so there was a turn involved which slowed the motorcade down exactly. as they went toward the expressway to slow the car down, give you a better chance at having your target. But you still stand there, and and I'm a history buff. Mm-hmm. When I go to Greenfield, uh, the Greenfield uh, uh, Henry Ford mm-hmm. Museum, oh, yeah, yeah. Greenfield that's, Village up in Detroit. That's cool. Henry Ford Museum actually has the Kennedy limo. Exactly. Totally mm-hmm. redone, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been redone. They took the leather out, and you can actually, some museums actually have the leather, which is like, who the hell wants to see that? But just that you're, and they have Lincoln's chair. 
which is even crazier to see. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's just amazing. It's just a blood-stained chair. And they, you know, you go to Ford's Theater and you walk across the street to where they took Lincoln's body and the bed is still there. It's, it's covered in a, a, a giant plastic casing. It's the hmm. actual sheets, the actual pillows Didn't know that. that Lincoln laid on. Wow. But when you go into the book depository, I, I'm just a history. It just gives me the willies. Well, isn't it's, but it's so is it, amazing so what, so to be you, in such so a... So what do you think, Jim? Yeah, you, you I think, I think there thing, was. I think there was. So here, I read an... Uh, but I also think that that it, it, when you write the history of, of the United States, that was the most consequential event that, that changed American history that ever happened, was the killing of Kennedy. Because just think about, had yeah. Kennedy lived got reelected, what happens after that? RFK, mm. probably elected. You would have 16 years of Kennedy. You would have had no Nixon, no Carter. So I'm just saying, how did how did that literally change yeah. every and aspect? no Reagan. Of, of Amer- possibly no Reagan. Yeah. You know? maybe, no, maybe no Vietnam War. Well, think about it. Kennedy wanted to end the Vietnam War, but Kennedy, here's the other thing, and this pains me too, there is no Democrat living now that even is remotely a Kennedy Democrat. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. No. They're gone. They're right. They You're are right. so off the reservation. It's not even funny. There's a lot of Republicans that are Kennedy, more Kennedy. Yeah, than exactly. Exactly. But you know exactly. what I mean? It, I, so it's a yeah. fascinating thing to theorize how mm-hmm. it would have literally changed everything about yeah. this country. Such a major, well, major event. And, and back to the, you know, using the rifle, et cetera. I think it's either full metal jacket or platoon. I think it's full metal jacket where they're talking, you know, the deadliest weapon in the world is a United States Marine with a right with an M1 rifle. And Lee Harvey Oswald was US military trained yeah. rifleman. Right. And so yeah. it it is possible to get cuz it depends on when you time the shots cuz usually they say we well, can get three shots in in that small amount of time but you got to figure the first shot he had aimed you know, was loaded, and so it's actually only two shots. You have to consider how could he get them done that quickly. And that, and that, I just read something recently where a weapons expert expert brought that point up. He said, first shot probably not that difficult because of his skill. Yeah, but we have to question: Are the second and third shots even possible in that time yeah. frame? And this guy says no. Do you remember oh, really? as, as yeah. a kid, Artie, the, the Tennessee, Memphis? Did they hate Kennedy? Because I know yes, they did. There was a lot of part of the lot of the country, especially in the south. A lot of the south did not like him. Yeah, and I I think it was because of his accent. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, Yeah, I think it had a lot to do with his accent. You're probably right because people down in the south. I'm sorry. Back then, in the 50s and 60s. Well, and keep in mind, his religion was a big deal back then. Yeah, there Catholic. weren't a lot of Catholics in the South. Yeah. He was yeah. Southern Baptist, and you did not dance. They, they could open, I mean, his opponents openly used that against him. Try that stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that you're, yeah you're not electing Kennedy, you're electing the Pope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd like to say someday we'll know, but who knows? Probably not. But, uh, okay, no. uh, let's do a little lightning round with the remaining few minutes we have. I'm just going to throw some of these others out here. Uh, did Jimmy Hoffa die that day, or is he, did he live? I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Okay. That's good. All right, you, we're had gonna, that, we're, you had that loaded. I really did. Nicely. I did. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, in, in comedy, you know. Does when he to get leave. more likes than Elvis on Twitter? In comedy, you know <laughs> when to depends. leave. Elvis has got the blue check mark, though. Alpha does not. In comedy, you have to know when to leave gold alone, and that was gold. It was. Thank, thank you, Dan. Thank you. Dan. Uh, Amelia Earhart. Did she survive? Uh, no. Nope. She died. But, you know, I, I know this is the lightning round, but 
a few years ago, they, they released a movie about Amelia Earhart. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I didn't see the movie, but I saw the trailer. And in the trailer, like, a woman could never fly all the way around the world. A woman could... And it's like, turns out she couldn't. They were right. <laughs> it's, you know, who knows why, well, what you'll, happened. You'll never know, because where, where her yeah. plane went down, and we yeah. just didn't have the ability didn't, to even yeah. search yeah. for it. You know? I think she was shot down by a UFO. I mean, we That's still, what I think. We still have that. goes without saying. We still have that. I mean, that Korean plane, that, that, that mm -hmm. they've never, they've, now they have found bits and pieces. Even in yeah, modern technology, they yeah. have no idea what's going on with it. Uh, D.B. Cooper, did he survive the parachuting uh, no. out of the plane and no. live happily ever no. after? No, yeah, still hanging there. Probably. So he probably died. Yeah, he probably died. Pete, you think he died in the fall? Yeah, I do. Didn't make yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, these, these are still, honest, honestly, you turn on TV, every season these shows come back, there's always some new update on something. Mm -hmm. And it's really not that big a deal, but it's, they're still very much you know, in the news. Same with Elvis. Did Elvis survive? Did he? Is he? Oh, hell no. I know he died. Okay. I know for a fact he so died. So that, that was him? Yeah, that was him. Okay, he, he had a you know peanut butter and banana sandwich in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I think he wiped his butt with it. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna go to the bathroom and All read. Right. Yeah, I can't get a second. Already, uh, the over under in Vegas on a butt reference, and he has done that. So congratulations on that. <laughs> Uh, We've hit an all-time low here so, on the so podcast. Tell no, me about the haven't. Loch Ness Monster. Real? Potential? I want it to be real. I really do. I want to live in a world where there is a Loch Ness Monster, but I doubt it. Well, the only reason I can never, ever say 100% no way is because when you think of the ocean, and when I hear mm -hmm. experts talk about parts of the ocean like the, uh, hopefully I'm going to pronounce it right, the Marianas Trench, the trench which I yeah. believe is the deepest, deepest part, part of the ocean, like 23,000 mm -hmm. feet. It's remarkable. Yeah. They are still discovering creatures as yeah. they get oh, yeah. down but in these further depths. But we don't They're really know small. how big the Loch Ness Monster is, do we? Well, that, that's, that's why I want to ask Dan, why do you want it so badly? Just because I'm a fan of fantasy and things like that. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. I like that. That's okay. So I'll give you two full, Pete, on that one. So Loch Ness and then follow it up with Bigfoot. Yes, no. No. On either? No. And why do you say that? It just doesn't make sense to me. But why? I mean, because they haven't been found. I would yeah, think with yeah. technology, you know, th uh, thermal uh, technology, aerial uh, video, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> you would think that these creatures would have been found. It is amazing, though, because I think even up to just a few years ago, they were still discovering tribes in parts of the world that had yeah. never been yes. found before. And, and they're probably going to find some more, to be honest with you. But South what, so I guess what I'm getting at is the vastness of the planet. Can you really 100%? Yeah. It's, no, no, I don't. It's mean, unlikely. But, unlikely. Well, so yeah. you're talking the, the sea creatures. It was like the. I think in the. It actually goes back to the 1930s. There's a fish called the coelacanth, C O E, right. that they caught. They thought was extinct millions of years ago, and they caught one off the coast of Africa. Wow. And it, it it's still you know a species that's out there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make uh, stake my reputation on any of this, but the likelihood. Is where I'm coming from. All right, let's do uh, let's do the last big Kahuna to wrap up this uh, Boomers with Beverages podcast. The lovely UFOs. Now, as space travel has gotten to where it is, it's been interesting to hear what some of the astronauts are coming back with as far as their mm -hmm. stories from outer space. So, Artie, what do you what do you think of UFOs? I, I, you know, I used to love to fantasize about UFOs, and I, I love movies about aliens and so mm -hmm. forth. And and I've always believed it until recently. Because when William Shatner came back, he talked about 
when he came back from you know going up, looking at the vastness of space and the darkness and the stars, he's and not so talking forth. about coming he's back real. from the Starship Enterprise. He's, he's, no, no, no. You, you know, you're not yeah. listening to me. I don't know. He but, went up but, in the Virgin Atlantic or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. He came back and he said, "It's desolate." Called. It's, but think about us traveling to Mars. It's virtually impossible because of the you know the time dif- the time mm. differential. They're on moon savings time. Hmm. But the point is, it's it's very difficult to have the human body literally travel around the world, even with the technology we have, not around the world, around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't think it's possible. Well, the time I just yeah, the don't think it's possible. Involved, if nothing else, that you know. The speed of light is the upper limit. Exactly. Not just a good idea. Right. It's the law. Right. And, and I don't think we have, we don't have yeah. that capability. To go, I don't you know, think we ever will have that, that capability. But what does that have to do with? light years. It has. But what's that have to do with UFOs existing or not? I don't think they can do that either. Yeah, they can't get here. I don't think they can get here. Yeah. And if they can get here, then they're coming from someplace a lot closer than we think they are. Yeah. Like maybe the center of the earth. Kokomo. Maybe some cave or Kokomo. Kokomo. China. Trafalgar. China. I'm no. serious. Yeah. I, I just Great. don't we think need, they can we get need here. those Wuhan extraterrestrials. Look at, the, look at the look at the images that are coming back from from the telescopes up in space. They're they're so far away. How do you get here? I, I just I just will never ever accept that we are the only. I can't life. accept it either. Never. I think there I'm, is I'm, life I'm, somewhere I'm, in the universe. I think universe. it's an arrogant concept to think that we're the only intelligent yeah. beings. And I out think there. they're so far superior. And I don't you know, know what? that they're superior. I do. 100%. And the reason they haven't landed is they've they taken don't. a look at us and go, we don't want to be part of that shit. How show. do we know? I just think you can't say it. You can't say it. And see, I'm not a science guy. I think people that I drive me nuts are people that say science is the answer to everything. Science has all the answers. I go, that you couldn't be more wrong. No, the point of science is to have the questions, not the that, answers. But that's right. Because science, yeah. science itself disproves that belief. Because yeah. we're it's always all, correcting. Science yeah. is always correcting yeah. itself. May, may I suggest a hypothesis. Science likes to root themselves in the truth based on their findings, okay? Mm-hmm. The truth by definition means that nothing can, it can't be changed and it's irrefutable. There are maybe two or three things in my lifetime that I believe are the absolute truth because everything can change. It mm-hmm. is possible. So I don't think that you can root yourself in an exact position yeah. and be 100% certain of it. Mm-hmm. High likelihood, but yep. not 100% certain. But I think that's na- the nature of, of the human existence is is wondering what's next, is wondering, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I and, and I have people in my family that, that believe once we're done, we're done. I go, nope. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know wholeheartedly that, no, no, we're not. Yeah, no, I'm praying not. to God that it's not over. No, we're not. I hope that I hope there's an existence beyond this, and I, I, I all I have is my faith for that. I'm just mm-hmm. hoping that where I go next, the Booker is fa- more favorable with the, where I get booked. So you know. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> somebody sort of like related to that. My, it would be interesting if there are extraterrestrials, but I have no problem with us being the only ones. Yeah. That if you know, I don't have a problem with it either. But my, you know, to me, God is God. He wants to create Absolutely. His universe and just put us here as you know. And, and created again, in how, his do you, image. how do you explain it done those ginormous drawings that, that would you see from space? All those. Incre- how do you explain yeah. the pyramids? That's all I want to say. And if you have an answer to that, more power to you. Tell well, me how the pyramids was were those built. hardworking Hebrew slaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Right, sure. Really hardworking. Uh-huh. Well, there's right. a okay. There's yeah. a documentary on. Please. I think it's on Netflix <laughs> where this guy Stargate. figures out 
all these different things that are, there, there's like some big serpentine mound in Northern Ohio and all these things that are oriented in a particular, like towards a particular pl- part of the sky, Stonehenge, all these different ones. And it's just fascinating that in all these different cultures who could not have had any contact with one another, unless it was something, you know, supernatural or extraterrestrial that sort of did exactly the same thing at about the same time. And I forget, it's it's called like alien architecture or I forget what it, anyway, maybe I should have known that's that. A, no, that I, sounds about, that sounds right. It's interesting yeah, stuff though. I, you know, it's, it's always good conversation. That's why yeah. I thought it'd be fun and to talk about And if you bring this it. up again, you know? I will leave. Okay. Damn it. Well, uh, actually, next podcast is all about UFOs. So, uh, <laughs> See you later, Artie. Look forward to entertaining <laughs> you with that. Oh, are we going to have someone from the UFO come visit we us? We are going to have someone who talks like this. <laughs> as long no, that's, that's Art's role. <laughs> we do have some guests as, coming up this As, as long as, as, long as our, the guest we bring in doesn't have a sign that says, to serve man. <laughs> and we're going to be okay. <laughs> so. I actually have that cookbook on my shelf. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Dr. Lecter. Appreciate that. That's fantastic. Well, we appreciate all of you for uh, making Boomers with Beverages part of your podcast library. Uh, keep listening to us. Uh, check us out on boomerswithbeverages.com and email us at bwb at boomerswithbeverages.com. Thanks to Art Baker and Taylor Scott for all their work uh-huh. behind the scenes. Dan Davis, always good to see you. Thank always you, sir. Always good to be seen. Pete Molina. Good to be here again. Appreciate you. And Artie Widgery, always. I have to pee. You are a gift. Yep, I have to pee. You are a gift. Thank There's, you. That's, God that's your you gift. are. I just want to put a big bow on your head. <laughs> all right, until next time, we'll see you soon on Boomers with Beverages. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.